Guys, welcome to this week's episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It's your weekly podcast for all things investment and hosted by me, Phoebe Sikowski-Wallace. For today's episode, I have yet another very special guest. This is someone who I know will hate me for describing him in this way, but he really is a genius. Aaron Best, see, even his last name is quite fitting, is our incredible head of digital and marketing here at The Property Mentors. But not only that, he is also the product and development lead for Orga Investor, which is our proprietary in-house property analysis tool. Now, if you've been listening to previous episodes, you may remember Luke uh, briefly talking about it because it's honestly such an amazing tool. I had to get Aaron on to talk about it and its fantastic features and benefits in more detail. Uh, it seriously is quite impressive the the work Aaron has done to create this so I hope you enjoy here's Aaron so Aaron Best welcome to Investor Intelligence thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me now here at the Property Mentors you are our head of digital and marketing uh, but today I've actually got you here to talk about something that Luke and I have touched on in a couple of our episodes. I know it was the positive and negative gearing and there's another one that I, has escaped me at the moment. And that is our in-house proprietary analysis tool, Augur Investor, in which you are the product and development lead for. So who better to talk about it in depth than yourself? So Aaron, what is Augur Investor? So Augur Investor, as you mentioned, is an investment property analysis tool. Um, it's designed to be able to take in the assumptions and forecasts of what's likely to happen in the market and with that particular property and give you some projections of what you can expect financially as a bottom line. And why did we create our own proprietary analysis tool? Uh, so prior to having Augur, um, we had used other systems that did a similar sort of result. Mm -hmm. um, what we found was that a lot of the systems either weren't advanced enough, um, they they may have just been worksheets and, and um, Excel documents that just don't look that professional when you right. actually present them to people. Um, and other applications we found just weren't really up to date um, or looked professional enough. You're spending half a million or more on a, an investment property um, to get a really awful looking document as the the reliable source for what you can expect <laughs> financially from that property mm. just didn't seem to, to fit with what we wanted our, our members to experience. So why should or why is it important to use an investment analysis tool, say, as opposed to a spreadsheet? Um, a spreadsheet can do it. Mm. However, um, a, as the person who, who wrote Augur, there are a lot of very complex algorithms um, that go into calculating exactly what the impact of a, an investment property will do. Mm. Um, you have to take into consideration things like stamp duty and, and those sorts of things. And then there are quite complex algorithms to calculate the internal rate of return, um, some really important figures that are not as simple as add these two numbers together and get the result. Right. Um, so it can get quite complex. Mm -hmm. um, it is possible to do with a spreadsheet, but you do risk making mistakes 
particularly given that a lot of formulas in spreadsheets are able to be edited and changed. Ah, okay. And I remember Luke saying um, that you're also able to use it to almost forecast all different scenarios. So not only the most likely scenario, but also, you know, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. And then that way people can almost gauge what each outcome would look like, uh, you know, to be more informed, to make a more informed decision. Um, it kind of sounds like you're able to take out a lot of those what ifs. Um, it's not that you necessarily take the what ifs out, but you forecast for them. Mm. Um, at, at the end of the day, it is a forecasting tool. Um, if we could tell the future and know exactly what is going to come out of our investment property when we purchase it, know exactly how much rent we're going to make, know exactly what interest rates are going to do, then there wouldn't be any risk in investing in property. We would know right. what it's going to look like in five years time. Mm. The fact of the matter is we don't. Mm. Um, interest rates may change. The amount of rent that you make could go up or could go down. Um, and Augur allows you to change those assumptions to get the end result each time. So you could potentially do an Augur report saying, okay, well, what if I got $50 less rent each week? Mm -hmm. And it would be able to give you your bottom line. Or you could say, what if I had a really good year and I got $50 more each week? And it will also be able to calculate that. Okay. And what's the what kind of information does it allow you to plug in to be able to forecast these results? Uh, so there are two different types of assumptions that go into Augur. Um, the first are things that we have built into the back end. Um, they are things such as taxation rates that come from the ATO mm -hmm. or the rates of stamp duty that come from the state revenue offices for each state. So we've we've taken the guesswork out of those for our users so that that information is automatically calculated for them. Mm. There are then a lot of different things that you can put in yourself. Um, for example, as I mentioned before, you've got your potential for rental income. You've also then got the different types of rental expenses. So depending on whether you pay more for your um, mortgage insurance or for your property manager, or you pay less, that will obviously impact your, your bottom line. Um, there are also then the costs of actually getting a home loan if mm -hmm. you are going through a loan um, and what sort of interest rate you're going to get and also how you're purchasing the property. Mm. You are taxed differently if you're purchasing through a self-managed super fund or through a company. Um, as you are if you were purchasing personally um, and it impacts your personal income or whether it impacts mm. your company's income or your SMSF's income. Okay, okay. So I'm starting to see why an Excel spreadsheet might uh, not be able to do all this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so is there anything that can impact Orga investors' projections? Um, yes. Um, you, you pretty much have the ability, if you really wanted to and you understood how each different assumption impacts your bottom line, you have the ability to change the result. Um, I know that during my testing, I would sit there and go, okay, well, what happens if I only make $50 a week rent instead of $400 a week rent and a $350 rental decrease mm. caused some significant problems in sure. the end result. Um, and so you have the ability, as, as we said, it takes in a lot of assumptions. The information that you put in the reliability of the information you put in mm -hmm. impacts the reliability of the information it puts out. If you don't make very good assumptions when you are filling out the initial information, 
what Orca calculates is not going to be very reliable. Mm. I know for the mentors here at TPM, we put a lot of effort into talking to uh, Renee in our property management team and talking to Luke about um, what the developers have forecast for particular projects Mm -hmm. to make sure that the information that we're putting in is as reliable as possible. So the information that Orga puts out is as reliable as possible for our members. Okay. So speaking of reliability, how reliable is the information that Orga produces? Like how much should I rely on the projections? I think it's important to to take them in consideration of they are as reliable as the information that was put into them mm-hmm. and they are reliable at the moment that they were created. I know for a lot of our members, we have redone Augur reports six months apart because during that time, we have realised that the value of the property may have changed mm-hmm. or that the rental income that they can expect has changed. And it obviously means a difference to their bottom line. So we've redone the auger reports to be mm-hmm. able to show exactly what their, their likely outcome will be. Mm. I know when our mentors create their first set of auger reports, they tend to go very conservative. They put a high interest rate on. They lower the expectation on capital growth. Mm-hmm. They put a higher insurance rate on all of the, the different outgoings. Because of that, we get a really conservative um forecast sure. for the initial report once they've got their home loan they know what their interest rate is mm-hmm. so we no longer have to put that in as an assumption we can put their actual interest rate in yeah and for the most part as i said we're forecasting really conservatively so we can lower their interest rate and we actually see an improvement in their auger result only because they've now got an, a mortgage yeah amazing so what happens if one of the factors changes it depends on what the factor is okay. so and, and how it changes. Sure. Um, something like an, an increase in your deposit will change your initial outgoings and change your rate of return for the, the property. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just, oh, I've got a lower home loan now. You're also changing what the rate of return is. You're changing what the potential interest is, which means it changes how much you can claim back on tax. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that one figure changing can impact six or seven of the different algorithms that go into creating that auger report. Um, and then you've got other, other factors like, uh, as I've mentioned before, you've got your landlord insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, a small increase or a small decrease in your landlord insurance impacts your profit and loss for that year. And that then impacts how much you may be able to claim back on tax. Um, and that will then impact that one year, but it won't necessarily have such a huge impact on the other results. Okay. And what if many of the factors change? It can be really interesting. I, I've had to watch, um, all of the different pieces of information change in the back end um, while I was doing some fairly significant testing, watching how lots of different changes to your assumptions can impact the end result is really fascinating. It can take you from a negatively geared property of $10 outgoing a week Mm -hmm. to a positively geared property of $60 incoming a week. And it didn't feel like you changed all that much. You just changed each of the different assumptions by a few hundred dollars here or there. Each each assumption has quite a decent impact, mm-hmm. particularly when you are considering that 
It's not only a very basic profit and loss of incomings and outgoings, it can impact the tax bracket that you fall into um, and it can impact the way that you depreciate your your property. Um, it's really important to make sure that you are speaking to an accountant when you're looking at these sorts of figures right. yeah. because a good accountant may be able to depreciate more than an accountant that's not as skilled in property investment. Mm. An accountant that is experienced with property um, will also know how to do your income tax mm. when it comes to um, your investment property and how to make sure that you get the most bang for your buck. Yeah, amazing. Now, a lot of people, they tend to get emotionally attached to investment properties, which is something Luke is especially always saying, you know, not to be. Would you say Orga, due to the kind of raw data it's able to provide, is a good way to help people to not be emotionally attached to these properties? I think so, because at the end of the day, Orga takes the investment property and it, it distills it down to exactly what it is. It's it's income and it's an expense. Yeah. It it almost gives you that sort of level of reporting that you would get if you're running a business. And I know Luke has said this in the past that owning an investment property is like running a business. Yeah. It has to be profitable. Um or it has to be a worthwhile experience um, for you financially. Sure. Um, and I think Orga taking all of that data and taking all of that information that goes into purchasing investment property, which is at the end of the day, a lot more complex than buying a house for you to own right. and live in. Mm. It takes all of the data of that investment property and gives you exactly what the impact of that property is going to be. Um, it also helps you identify whether or not the investment property is going to be a really good rental workhorse that is going to create lots of rental income for you or whether it's a property that you're keeping for capital growth purposes because you'll be able to see the equity that you build up mm-hmm. over the course of one, two, five or ten years um, and you'll also be able to see the the rental income and how that's likely to change in line with things like inflation and capital growth. Mm. Well, I know that would make me feel a hell of a lot more informed and comfortable before making a decision as such, being able to kind of look at those possibilities and, you know, see what they look like. It's it's quite amazing. And the work you do here is amazing. I honestly could do a whole episode about the great work you do here. But Aaron, thank you so much for talking to me today. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If anything we've spoken about today has sparked your interest or you would like to know any more about us here at The Property Mentors, you can check out our website, thepropertymentors.com.au. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Both the podcast and The Property Mentors handles are linked in our show notes along with all of our other socials, including a link to our blog. If you haven't already got your hands on a copy of Luke's latest book, Property Fit, and you want to up your educational readiness, you can do so by heading to propertyfitbook.com.au. As always, if you found this episode or any of our episodes helpful, please make sure to share and leave a rating. Um, As always, it helps us reach more people on their investing journeys and make sure to subscribe to be notified when the episodes drop. Until then, thank you so, so much for listening and I will be back in your ears again next week. Investor intelligence provides general information only. You should consider seeking independent advice to see how this information relates to your unique circumstances.
Please refer to the terms and conditions available at investorintelligence.com.au for more.